Well, that's uh, kind of what we wanted to happen, right? I think it was finally this was a loss. You came off of two wins, and you got a loss. So you're going right back to the tank that everybody really, really wants at this point. Uh, I am Greg Bergman, at Bergman Greg on Instagram and at Bergman Greg on Twitter. And this is Showtime Forum Postgame. And I'm back after a little two-game absence. It's a little bit weird not being here for the last two games. On Sunday, it was Sunday, and most of the time I feel like most people want that day away anyway. And then on Tuesday, I was sick. And I didn't go to work, so I didn't felt like it wasn't right to go do a post game. And then after I missed work, I felt like that was a bad situation for us. But yes, Caustic 187, I am feeling better. Thank you very much. And I, I do feel like mostly like myself again. It was just one of those weird 24-hour bugs. I don't know. I feel like the Lakers have been on a six-month bug. I don't know. <laughs> it's three months at least. So, but anyway, the Lakers lose to the Jazz 115 to 100. They are now 33 and 42. 33 and 42. And in the tankathon, because that's what we look at now, we don't look at actual, we don't look at the playoff standings anymore. We look at the tankathon standings now. And they're still right there. Um, they still have a couple more games. Uh, they're, that lost to Washington. If they would have lost to Washington, they would have been 32 and 43, and Washington would have been a 32 and 44, and it would have been a lot closer. But it looks like they're in that 10 spot because now they're still just a slightly worse than the Minnesota Timberwolves at 33 and 42, when the Minnesota Timberwolves are at 33 and 41. So you know we're moving up in the world. You actually you went from a two percent chance at the over number one overall pick to a three percent, and that top four went up by almost by went up by 4.5 percent. So you had 13.9 percent with a loss to get that top four spot. So yes, D Portillo, David, tank, tank, tank. That's exactly what it is. And but but here's the thing, and I've talked about it over and over again. When I'm watching the game itself, when I'm actually watching a Laker game, I can't root for them to lose. It's just not in me. I can't watch them and think like, ah, just come on, miss that shot. It's I just don't. I'd like the last two games. I wanted them to win while I was watching. When they lost, I was like, when they when the game was over, I kind of thought to myself, eh, well. They won now, and now I'm kind of upset that they won. But at the time, I was happy, and I think all of you kind of were a little bit too. You want them to play well. You want them to do well, um, and, you know, that's how it is. Uh, Marcus Allen, 32. Hi, Greg. Hey, what's going on, Marcus? And good name, too. Uh, Caustic, 187. League owes the Lakers some t love for a change. We got to get that lucky lotto number. I mean, they've gotten the number two pick a bunch of times now. I think they're getting their, I think they're getting their love. Uh, Schwa says Wizards beat the Suns. Yes, good. You know what? I can actually let's. You want to look at the box? Want to look at scores? Let's look at scores and see how they've helped or hurt us. Uh, Memphis lost, so that doesn't help us. Where is Memphis in the standing? Memphis is above us, but Memphis lost, so that stinks. Um, Washington beat Phoenix, and Phoenix, you kind of expect them to lose, so that helps with the Washington win. And Utah, obviously, the Lakers lost, so that's a good thing. All right, so we had a couple good wins there. Now we have to root for more losses and ahead or wins ahead of us. You want Washington to win more games. New Orleans, Memphis, Dallas, Atlanta, Chicago, those are the teams you kind of want to win down the stretch and hope, and hope that these things happen for the Lakers. Uh, let's see. Aaron Yee, that Caruso alley-oop, though. AC Fresh is way better than Rondo. I, I got this somewhere. Where is this coming from? I got music playing. All right, there we go. Um, yeah, look, the alley-oop, uh, this is what you're kind of seeing. And I think this is something maybe we can talk about for a few minutes here. And it's... Alex Caruso versus Rondo. And what we're seeing is obvious it's it's pretty apparent that Caruso is the better player now over him over Rondo at this point. If you want to just go by everybody's favorite plus minus stats, you had Rondo as a minus 14 and Caruso as a plus 2. So still not not that much with but the minus 14, which is going to happen when you're the starter, although you split minutes. So the 26 minutes were split evenly. They each had 26 and Caruso with the minus three. He had 13 points, four assists, uh, and Rondo had three points and six assists on 111 shooting. So, yeah, look, you've, we've seen enough at this point that, Ron, that Caruso deserves basically a roster spot next year. I think that's about as far as we can go with that, where he's a roster spot in the sense of like the 15th man. He's not going to be getting into, he's not going to get into the rotation too much. He's a guy off the bench when you really, really need him. If you do bring Rondo back, 
Caruso was still not going to be getting the the minutes over over Rondo. I mean, it's just overall Rondo is still a better player. Caruso is just showing that he can be serviceable and has a lot of energy and he's going to play well. And but against the garbage teams down the stretch, when you're really somebody's got to do something. So I, look, I like Caruso, bald Mamba, as much as anybody else. But Caruso is kind of a guy that is nothing more than a G League player that's going to eventually be in. Uh, that's a, the 15th guy, the 14th guy. Maybe get a roster spot here and there, but that's it. Uh, David Portillo, Rondo saving it for the playoffs. Yep, he'll be saving it for the playoffs on another team next year, or he'll be saving it for the playoffs next year with the Lakers. It's all about next year, and we'll get into a little bit more about LeBron and all that, but I'm trying to read a couple of your comments here before we go much further. Bro, Walton Caruso is breaking case of emergency, and the guy and that guy is useful. Yes, that's exactly what it is, Bro, Walton. It is He is breaking case of emergency, and that's what we're seeing. We're in emergency, but the, it's weird because... When Lonzo went down, that was kind of break when that was kind of emergency time when you needed a point guard and you Rondo wasn't really back yet. So when you have Lonzo and Rondo both down, that's kind of hey, let's bring up Caruso and see what he got time. Maybe hopefully just keep them afloat for a little while. Maybe do enough to just win them a game or two here or there that they would that they ended up losing. Not enough to be the guy by any means, but he could have helped stabilize in some way, and they just brought him up way, way too late. Laker facts. Lakers are 3-11 and 11 in March. Oof, Laker facts, man. That's a brutal number, but that's kind of what we expected. I think this is where it really comes down to, and I'll get one more in before I get into my LeBron thing. Ty Buckets 29, do you think JaVale or Rondo should be brought back next season? If you can get JaVale for a, for a, a small number, then sure. They're both those guys are not going to be giving huge contracts. Although, I mean, what you're seeing from JaVale over the last couple of games, or last maybe like last week or so, is kind of who he was at the beginning of the year when you were giving him the minutes. When you're giving he got 30 minutes, another double double again tonight. 16 and 13 with two blocks. That's kind of what we were looking at at the beginning of the year. Look. I don't take anything from these games, all right? It's nice to see JaVale playing well. It's nice to see Caruso playing well, Kuzma doing, you know, enough to get some points on the board. But these games don't mean anything, and they don't mean... Somebody's got to score. You're putting up 100 points, somebody has to get those points, and somebody has to be able to get the ball to those guys. So numbers are going to come. You're always going to have those guys that have the big numbers on a bad team, and that's kind of what we're seeing here. Um, but 16 and 13 with two blocks is kind of what we were seeing with... Uh, with JaVale at the beginning of the year, so hopefully that's something that leans over into the next year, but that's a guy, so yes, I would bring JaVale back because why not? He's going to give you energy, he's going to block some shots, play some, he's not your best player, by, but somebody that can actually get some points, get some boards, get a couple blocks, he's a good guy to have on your team, 15, 20, 25 minutes at the tops, so I think that's, so I would definitely bring him back. Rondo, leader i think he's ready to go move on to the next stage and become a coach that's where he's at at this point uh, i'm not looking forward to ty lu correction uh, from no, like ty lu is an interesting guy just in himself and that he hasn't he's saying that there is no connection to him at this point i don't here's the thing with ty lu I don't think he's the right coach for this job and i don't think that at this point luke walton is the head coach and if you were here with me for the first Showtime Forum postgame and we had Ramona Shelburne sitting right next to me, I was at Ramona's house, she, I asked her about other head coaches and she said straight up, I don't know if he's going to be leaving. I don't know if you're going to move Luke Walton. And Luke is already saying, he's like, I'm, I'm under the impression that I'm going to be here next year. Can we blame Luke for this entire season? No, absolutely not. Can we blame Luke for some of his offensive deficiencies? Can we blame him for, you know, some of his rotation issues? Uh, yes, we can blame him for a lot of things, but is he the, is it right to move him at this point? I don't know who else is the better choice. And a lot of guys are all amped up about um, Mark Jackson and Jason Kidd and Ty Lue. And all these guys are also reigns. Mark Jackson did not get along. While he termed the... he, This is the way that I put it. Like Mark Jackson had a good team with the Golden State Warriors. And Steve Kerr came in and made them better and made them into champions. It happens. Sometimes the coach makes that much of a difference. When Dell Harris was the head coach of the Lakers, they couldn't do anything. 
And then all of a sudden you bring in Phil Jackson and all of a sudden they're winning championships. The coach can make a difference in just how he gets along with the guys, how he gets along with the front office, a whole bunch of different ways to do this. So Mark Jackson, who is a guy that just did, was not trusted by the front office, he actually had leaks within his organization, within his coaching staff, because he was not talking to the front office. It was bad. It was really, really bad. So don't, I'm not a big fan of this Mark Jackson thing. I don't like Jason Kidd. He's, look, Jason Kidd is a wife beater. It's happened. He's beat his wife. There's nothing, he does not deserve a head coaching job anymore. And really he's had, if you look at the point cards that he had, he had MCW in his second year, Michael Carter Williams, and Michael Carter Williams ended up being garbage, obviously, because that's who he is. However, he didn't make him better, so I don't really get this whole thing of Jason Kidd was this type of head was this type of point guard, and Lonzo is compared to Jason Kidd, so we should get the guy that can teach him. Like Jason Kidd should be able to teach Lonzo because he's the same. He's the same version, the same basically the same guy. I don't think that works. I don't know of an example. If you guys have an example of that working, please let me know because I don't actually see it. So. You know, I, if somebody else, I can't think of that when that's actually worked. I can't even think of another time when they even tried it. But for the most part, those types of things do not work. And Marcus Allen 32 is saying Lakers need a defensive minded coach. And yes, they do. Um, because the co- here's the thing, like your, your offense is going to run. Um, they, you have a defensive minded coach. The defensive minded coach is Luke Walton. He is a defensive minded coach. Unfortunately, it's, it's the it's the offense that was kind of the problem, and there was a lot of injuries, and there was a lot of other things, and a lot of the big 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 problems. But I think the rotations are a big part of his problem too, and just some of the decisions that he made. Uh, Laker facts, yeah, he's had some bad rotation, but he's still a good coach. Yes, mark my words, Luke will be back next season. I think I believe you. I'm starting to believe more and more that I that Luke will be back next year. At some point, you have to stick with a coach and say this is the guy, and. If LeBron doesn't like him, if the coaching staff doesn't know, does, or the, the front office doesn't like him, the front office has been wrong in everything that they've done since they signed LeBron. So I can't really trust them to make a good hire anyway. And really, who else is there? I'm switching the story. Save Luke. There you go. Caustic 187. They have one. Luke. Yeah, there you go. Luke Walden is that guy. Bucks, Bucks became a playoff contender after Kid was moved out. Yes, he was. Now, here's one thing that you can give to Kid. So Kid was... He took the ball out of a point guard's hands, which he didn't really have a good point guard anyway. He had MCW, and then he had Eric Bledsoe, and he left. Um, but that was he. He was fired midway through the season, and Eric Bledsoe was his, was his point guard, who was a good point guard. But you had MCW before that, and. Carter Williams, they took the ball basically out of his hands, gave it to Giannis, and look what you're seeing now from Giannis. So I, I believe that was the right move in that sense. I'll give him that. But Mike Budenholzer all of a sudden made that team into the number one team in M- the NBA. So that's a better way to go with that. Uh, let's see. Schwa says, Kuz B.I., if healthy, heart and pick for AD, keeping Zoe. Um I don't think it's going to happen. And the pick, it really just depends on where the pick happens. I mean, if you have to get that top, top pick, I think the AD thing is kind of gone. And if you're moving Kuz and BI, I think that's a big thing is you're probably not going to be moving BI. They're going to want a point guard too. So you're giving away three of them and the pick and you're starting off basically with nothing again. You're going to have to resign everything. It's just, I don't believe that the AD deal is happening. There's nothing that I've seen, nobody that I've talked to, no nothing whatsoever that said AD is going to be with the Lakers next year. Uh, let's see. I got Arno.ar says, when Lakers were third and a game away from first place, everyone was praising him. Then injuries hit. Uh, yeah, you're right. Look, people were, we were blaming Luke, blame Luke, blame Luke. We got to give him the, some of the credit when he was doing well. And a lot of that, look, the year they started off two and five and he was getting a lot of blame. And then they went on a big run. They went to 20 and 14. And then all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, this is starting to work. LeBron gets hurt. Rondo gets hurt. And the whole thing starts falling apart right before our very eyes. And then you see Kuzma going down and Ingram going down. And JaVale McGee is getting, you know, his injuries or he's getting pneumonia. It's all of it is just too much. That's a, that's a lot to overcome. Kevin Meteora, it's just that Zoe's defensive presence took an unreasonable toll on the Lakers. I'm not sure what you're meaning there when he got injured. Okay, yes. Okay, when he got injured. He, when he wasn't there is what you're saying. Yeah, totally, totally agree with that. AD trade talks are dead at this point. Pelicans are tired of us. Yeah, I've, I've, 
why wouldn't you be? I mean, I would be too. Bro Walton didn't realize Boston has about four first rounders and they are prime for AD. Boston has a ton of picks. They have, I think, two this year, um, two next year, or they're they're just built with they just held on to so many draft picks. And I don't know if it's this year so much as they do. I think they have a, they have a whole bunch. I haven't looked exactly at that, but they have a whole bunch of draft picks. But they're going to have to give up Jason Tatum, and Kyrie Irving is going to have to stay. They're kind of in a little bit of a tr- in, of trouble here because they we don't know what's going to be happening with Boston. They're kind of they clinched the playoffs, but they're you know Kyrie's not the happiest. There's a lot of things that are happening in Boston, and a lot of talk about him leaving, and a lot of people saying he's going to leave. I think it all depends, and I, but the AD thing is kind of gone. Um, let's see. I'm not saying your name because it's it starts off in, in very or whatever. Uh, yes, front office is a joke. Wasted a year with LeBron. If Luke stays, need to get the second star. Go Dodgers. Hey, I like. I agree with some. Of the, the, yes, the front office is a joke. I agree with that. Wasted a year with LeBron. When you get injured 18 and 19 games, I know this. I've been, I was railing on LeBron for quite some time just because he was not finishing games. And what's interesting is now you're seeing him right now uh, over the last week or so when he's basically back to healthy. Um, and you're seeing him being the LeBron that we remembered from the beginning of the year. And you're looking like, okay, here's LeBron playing well. Yes, against bad teams, but this is the LeBron that we're used to seeing, making making crazy shots and getting to the basket and putting the ball and and actually making shots, hitting free throws at the end of games, although he did airball one in the last game. But still, he's doing things that he does right now in March and April right now because he, you're expecting him to do those things in March and April, but in the middle of a playoff chase or in the actual playoffs themselves. So, yeah, look, LeBron's being, he's always going to get his numbers. He's always going to, but you can tell he wasn't right since that injury. And you can see he's like, this is not the LeBron that we signed up for because he wasn't playing to his potential. You were seeing like, okay, you're getting the numbers. They seem kind of empty, but you're still able to do you're still able to get the numbers, but now you're actually seeing what he can do when he's healthy, and you're expecting that. But but you're expecting that to be during a playoff run, and not in this tankathon season. Uh, let's see, Arlene DJW. How many how many players have made very good coaches, Greg? There are not a lot. Um, I mean, Pat Riley was a player, and he was an outstanding coach. Um, there's a lot of them. There's a I mean, there's guys that are good coaches, but for the most part, you don't see it so much. And here's one that I was I was wondering about too. Um Robin Yeezy, you said what's up man? By the way, what's happening? But he, let's go here. Mark um you're saying trade for Devin Booker. Devin Booker just signed a 5-year, 135 million dollar contract, something along those lines. He signed a big deal where he was making about 30 million dollars a year and he just signed it. So he's got four more years on it. You'd have to move a ton and why? I don't think that the Phoenix Suns, they're trying to build which most teams should do. They're trying to build from within and they have a team now that they're trying to say like, "Okay, we have we're we're building something here." Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton and they have and then they're going to have another high draft pick again this year. We're like, look, right now they're they're right primed for a top one, two, three pick, which means that they could possibly get Zion to to add into DeAndre Ayton and um and Devin Booker, or they could add in John Morant and they can have a point guard to go along with Booker and 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 Ayton, or they can get the three spot and have R.J. Barrett. I mean, they have a lot of they have a lot of room. If you're if you're Phoenix. You're basically saying, why am I going to trade away Devin Booker, who I just signed to a large contract, the largest contract in the history of the Suns, by the way, to get when you're going to get a top three draft pick, most likely. So I, I just don't see that one actually happening. Arno.ar, LeVar said, if Luke stays, Lonzo needs to be traded because Lonzo and Luke don't get along. I don't care anything that LeVar says. And if you see... I don't think Lonzo cares anymore what LeVar says, which is fantastic to see. I love, love, love seeing the fact that he is not doing those things. That he's actually being a guy saying, like, I'm taking over my team. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the tattoo of the triple B taken off my arm. I, the dice don't look very good. They don't they, they look kind of ganky, but I, it's still good that he covered it up and it's better that way. Uh, Anthony Hernandez on YouTube. I hope the NBA blesses the Lakers with the number one pick. Hashtag payback for the veto Chris. Paul trade. I mean, they got three number two picks, so that's probably their 
payback in that sense. I would love for them to get the number one pick, but that if they do get the number one pick, it's kind of rigged. <laughs> I think people, most people know that. John Cena, DuPont, can Clayton Kershaw play for the Lakers? Uh, Clayton Kershaw needs to play for the Dodgers first. He needs to be actually get onto a onto the field and pitch in a real game before we can even start bringing up the fact of him being with the Lakers. Uh, Bro Walton, wouldn't it be poetic if Zoe signed with Nike and his career continued up? Yeah, it's going to. I think this is going to be the best thing for him. I think it's going to be a very huge, great thing to be able to add him into to, into the Nike family, whether it's with LeBron, whether it's Jordan, whatever whatever brand he goes with, or just, just Nike or the Jordan brand, it doesn't matter. It's going to be better shoes. He's going to do better. He's on his own. He should have been there from the very beginning. Um, let's see. Marcus Smith, and it's Bergman, 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 not Berman. You have Berman, Greg. It's Bergman, Greg, if you want to be exact. Uh, what do you think about LeBron's spell? Will end quote. Uh, oh, uh, Marcus, I think that's a great quote. That's the first time this year that I've heard him say something. I'm like, okay, great. This is something positive. I mean, for me... Look, he talks to everybody. I'm assuming he has an idea of who he thinks is coming to the Lakers this year. I don't know who that's going to be. Um, there's a lot of smoke around Kawhi Leonard. I, everything that I've seen, everything that I've heard, everything is that Kawhi is not going to be a Laker. If anything, he's going to be a Clipper. So I don't see that happening. But it, look, maybe he's got something going on that we don't know. Maybe it's KD that's going to come down. It, it's, it seems like he has an idea that somebody is going to be here next year. And if not, maybe he's just, he's like, look, we got a pretty good team without somebody else. You still need that second star. Maybe they're trading for Bradley Beal. I don't know. I mean, the contract works out. So he'd be an expiring contract worth $25 million this year. You'd have to move enough to get that contract. I don't really like that because I want to see the young core kind of stay together. They're starting to play well. I, you know, I think, it, I think that this team can be good. Um, oh, Greg, did you catch LeBron talking about why the injuries impacted Luke the most of anyone? That told me that he is likely staying. LeBron, okay, so bro, Walton, that was, a, it's a good point that you bring that up, but Everything that LeBron says is calculated. He knows exactly why he says things and when he's going to say them. Like when Kyrie left, there was a whole thing of like Le Le LeBron wanted Kyrie gone. LeBron wanted Kyrie gone. And then when Kyrie actually was leaving or was out the door, he was saying things like, oh, I'm, I'm going to miss Kyrie. I love Kyrie. When you kind of knew that he didn't, he was just kind of saying it to save face in that situation. So I really think that that's another one of these. What he says, I don't fully believe everything. He says everything calculated to get a certain reaction from everybody. And I think that's kind of what he's doing there, to be honest. I don't think that his words about Luke and making them stay... I think if Luke is staying, it's all because Jeannie Buss wants him to stay. And that's who he has on his side, and that's the most important person to have on his side, the owner. So that's what that's going to be. Premier BI says, yeah, Boogie, he's going to highest bidder, and if we strike out with everyone else, we'd overpay him. Probably uh, probably end up overpaying him. I don't really want to overpay him. Hopefully you can get him for a good um, – probably got – probably get him for a good amount of money for a cheap uh, not on a not some giant 25 30 million dollar contract he's not going to get a max contract but i think you're going to you possibly can get him for a good amount then yeah you do it but otherwise uh, he's kind of a hot i try and stay away from the hotheads personally because you want to build a culture and i think that's one of the biggest things that we are talk about over the a lot of time here on uh, showtime forum is that it's about building a right now you're the laughing stock of the NBA. I mean, this isn't a joke. The Lakers are a laughing stock of the NBA right now. And you have to change things from within. You need to build a winning culture all over again. Right now you don't. You have six straight years of missing the playoffs and six straight years of the worst winning percentage in the NBA period period. So you have to start building that winning culture again. And that that was started with LeBron and hoping now that you have LeBron, the young guys, let's leave it. I'm, I'm now of the thing. Let's leave it with Luke because I just don't know who else is a better choice than him. I go through and we, I start talking about all these other guys like Monty Williams and Jay Wright. And we start, but like Jay Wright never coached in the NBA and Monty Williams, he's never really done all that well in the NBA as a head coach. He was, he's a great assistant, but he's not a great head coach from what we've seen. Um, there's Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry has losing record. He was with the Clippers and they were terrible. You have uh, he did a good job with with AD this last uh, the last couple of years getting to the playoffs, but 
I don't know if he's the right guy either. A lot of guys, people like AD or like Alvin Gentry. I think Luke is just kind of the right guy. Has the right mindset. It gets along with all the guys. He has the right. He has Genie on his side. He's good defensive-minded coach, and he's great at getting guys to buy in. And they're all friends with him. And they all like him, and they believe in him. It's if he needs to change his assistance, and I think if he gets a better, some more offensive assistance, bring in a shooting coach. I heard. I think Lethal Shooter has a chance at that. Look. All I know from Lethal Shooter, and I'm, I'm changing subject here as I go because it's just going off the top of my head, but since KCP started with Lethal Shooter again, he was hitting three-pointers with regularity again. So I think that's a possibility. Uh, all right, Kevin Meteora, do the Hornets pay Kemba Walker? I think Kemba, he's going to get a max contract. Will they pay him? It's possible. I think he. I think he has. An, there's certain guys that I think want to stay with their original team, and I think Kemba's one of those guys. Kemba seems like a guy that wants to stay in Charlotte, although they're kind of terrible. But I think he could very well be there and just be the star for the rest of his life there, and that's just who he's going to be. So, will he move? Possibly, probably. Um, but I could, I could absolutely see him staying in Charlotte for Michael Jordan, staying there and just being the star of Charlotte from now on. I think it's possible. I don't. It's he's probably going to leave, but I think I could. He's the one guy that I could see just really staying where he is um, in a in a kind of a bad situation, but still wanting to stay. Be Shaw, but I stick with Luke. He's a player's coach. Need to work on rotations. Exactly. I think I think we're kind of all in an opinion here. Of we want to stay with Luke at this point. Is there somebody else? Is there somebody else that he wants? Uh, there's no coach out there to scrap Luke. This is Loso. I think we're all in agreement here. Um, maybe raise the hands or like you know put up a, put like like a high five or whatever. But like you know hit the heart button a bunch of times. Whatever you want to do in order to tell me like yeah let's let's keep Luke. And not start going through all these different names of also Rams that just aren't that great of a coach. Because you're not going to get Steve Kerr. You're not going to get Greg Popovich. You're not going to get Mike Shashevsky. You're not going to get any of these guys that are going to, that want to do a good job. There you go. I got Caustic giving me the, the, the clapping. There you go. Wow, what a turnaround. Exactly, Robin Yeezy. This is a full-on turnaround. We all want Luke to stay at this point. Hashtag keep Luke. There we go. Ty Buckets, 29. This is this is what we're at now. I agree. Thank you. I'm glad that we're all kind of on the same page now with this. So we can start moving on to other subjects. John Cena DuPont. I don't have any respect for LeBum. Uh, Kobe played until he couldn't walk. LeBum came to L.A. to retire and make movies. He is Dwight Howard 2.0. All right, John Cena, uh, LeBron is anti-Mamba mentality, LeBron, Dwight, Howard, James, we should sign Del Harris, that's a terrible thing to say, but all right, those were the, all the things that you just said in there, John Cena, DuPont, so I wanted to read everything that you said before I respond. Look, when you are pitching, and I've talked about this before in past post games, when you are pitching to LeBron James, hey, come be a Laker, what are you actually saying to him? What's the pitch like to him? The pitch is, hey... Come be a Laker. You can go, you can come to LA, you can make movies. You can make Space Jam 2. You can make a, a, an album with 2 chains. You can be, you can make your TV shows. You can do what, the shop, you can do whatever it is that you want to do and all in the entertainment industry right in your backyard. It's a great selling point. We can't then be mad at him because he did those exact things. I, I'm not, I, look, I'm ha fine, be here. That's what, just play well. And it really has to do, um, uh, Caustic, I, I dig our group therapy moments. That's what we're here for, Caustic, is for, is all for the group therapy. Uh, Ray L. Barbone, Lakers plus LBJ equals money, money, money. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, he got a lot of money for it. And that's what they do. Hashtag fire Palenka from This Is Loso. You know what? And you have the bunch of high fives up there because you agree on, on keeping Luke. Hashtag Fire Palinka. I'm all aboard the hashtag Fire Palinka. Hashtag Keep Luke Train. Let's do both of those. Make that. Make those two hashtags. Just blow them up and really put them all over Twitter and all over Instagram because it's true. All right, we did this with hashtag Start Hard at the beginning of the year. Did really well. He actually was starting. He kind of proved us wrong, but ended up getting injured, injuring his ankles. He just was never really the same guy. He's out for basically the end of the year now. But this is what you want to do. This is what your hashtag fire Palinka. He has no reason to keep this job. He hasn't done anything that has made it so clear that he deserves to have the GM job of the Los Angeles Lakers. He got the job because he was the 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 uh, the agent for Kobe Bryant. 
and they just kind of gave it to him. They gave him the keys to a, to a Lamborghini, and he th- bashed it into the wall with terrible, terrible choices. And talking about all these different things of, you know, like reading The Alchemist and putting together all these things of, like, let's all go get into onto a trolley, and they were all together, and then a hundred people come into the trolley. We can either come together as a group or be split apart. It's nonsense. He called KCP manna from heaven. He legitimately called KCP manna from heaven. That's how much he believed in KCP for two years. And that's just not, that's, how do you trust that guy? He came out in June or July and said months and months and months of doing analytics came up with Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, JaVale McGee, and Rajon Rondo. That's not it. (laughs) Uh, What the heck? Fire Rob, keep Luke. What has Luke done? Fire Magic while right. No, no, no. Robin Easy. Rap Magic. He talks and he does a lot of things. Keep Luke. Luke is, hasn't really done anything terribly wrong except for try and keep these guys, like, spirits up and continue to coach throughout this. I like, I got mad respect for the guy for what he's done. As much as he's, he's been sitting on the hot seat the entire year and people are just talking. We have Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN, head guy at ESPN for NBA, putting out there, talking about guys that are going to get the job if Luke is fired. Don't, don't, what are you doing? He still has the job. He's still coaching, and he's still actually putting out the effort to be a good. I mean, there's nothing there. You're playing G leaguers. It doesn't matter. But still, uh, <laughs> this is my favorite. Come on, Greg. He blessed us all with scriptures. Yes, he did. He blessed us all with scriptures. And on the like, I don't know anything about scriptures. I'm not. I'm not that guy. But still, that's this is what we. That's what we're getting from him. You know, it's endearing when you're winning. When you're losing, it just sounds like nonsense. And that's what you're getting from Palinka. All right. Ronald Rasp, rather keep the young core, especially if Kawhi becomes a serious option. Would rather have the core grow with Kawhi than trading them for AD. Totally agree. Absolutely 100% agree. And here's the thing. So you sign Kawhi, right? You sign Kawhi, you don't trade the young guys. Then you have Kawhi and then you have the all the young, then you have Kuzma. I mean, maybe, look, Somebody becomes expendable. It depends on how you do it. The only guy playing at the end of the year is Kyle Kuzma. And Kuzma is putting up 18 to 20 points. And he's, uh, you know, his shooting's up and down. But he's making good shots. He's, you know, he played well in the in the uh, the Shining Stars game. And you can see that he has the ability to be a good player. Maybe that's the guy you move. Out of everybody, maybe that's the guy you move. Keep Lonzo. Keep Ingram. Hart. I like Hart. I think he's going to be just a guy that's going to be around forever. He's just going to be that guy that's a good 3 and D guy through the most of his career. Uh, Laker Facts says, Coaches and ex-coaches have nothing but praise for Luke because Luke really hasn't done much wrong. I mean, we can get mad at him. I, if he was going to get fired, and this is something that we talked about. I, I remember being on post game, and I know Laker Facts, you were there, and I know LWS LA Lakers was there, and I know the Dodger dude was there, and I know all the, the, like, and everybody else, Laker fanatics were all on the stream when it was against, after they lo- the Lakers lost to Atlanta right before the All-Star break. And we all said, and we all agreed, if you're not going to fire Luke Walton right then, going into the All-Star break with like 10 days off, and You can just put Brian Shaw in and move forward with him for the rest of the year. Then you're not going to fire him at all and maybe even just see what he does throughout the end of the year. And he's kind of taking it and he's he's grabbing it bold by the horns in that sense. And he's, look, they're not winning games because they can't win games. But he, he's, you're, you're taking the stress off of him and you're seeing that maybe he is the right guy moving forward because there's nobody else that is. And also, look, his three years, he's been there three years. You can't keep trade two years for Antoni, two years for who was it? Uh, was it Mike Brown? Was two years? Or whoever it was, there was a whole bunch of guys. Two years, two years, two years, three years. You can't keep doing. You can't just keep getting rid of coaches over and over again. You got to keep one and see what they can do and move forward with them. And I think Luke is the right guy for that. Um, Let's see, bro. And Robin Yeezy was there. Yes, you were, Robin Yeezy. You're always there. Appreciate you, bro. Walden, including LeBron, I want to see him get back down to his weight in Miami. I always thought he looked heavy as heck this year. Bickerstaff. Uh, but here, look. Those, I mean, like, really, BJ Bickerstaff? 
He's obviously not Bernie. So, meh, maybe. But uh, is that going to really be like, oh, look, we got BJ Bickerstaff. No, nobody's going to be all excited about that. That's not that's not some A-plus hire that makes everybody excited. Um, but, when he's, look, his weight, he's a bigger guy. I mean, he's and he's getting older and you put on a little bit of weight. He's still, I mean, you see his Instagram posts. He's always without a shirt on. Dude's still cut as hell. And <laughs> you're joking. Good. I'm glad you're joking because that was silly. <laughs> uh, Arno.ar, Magic won't let Palinka get fired. He needs him as an escape goat. As a scapegoat. Yes. Look, he basically is, but here's the thing. If you have Magic Johnson playing that role, he's already said that if you he needs two years. He said he needed two years, and this is his second summer. This is the second summer where he is supposed to bring in a second guy. And he's already said this year we're back, and the next year we're back, back, back. So he's he's put himself on this timer. There's really not much else he can say at this point because he's put himself on this timer. If he does not bring in somebody... If he does not bring in a star that compliments everybody, compliments LeBron, compliments the young core, you keep the young core, keep Luke, and if he doesn't make a team that can make it into the playoffs and really make noise, not just make it out of the first round, make noise in the playoff and have a chance to make it into the conference finals, do something next year to make it to be back, to really be back, he's going to have a lot of, he's going to be in a lot of trouble. If he's another year of below 500 basketball, done, gone, see ya. He needs to have a very, very strong year next year. Uh, Beltran Pez says, bro, Caruso is killing it. Caruso is killing it. I, look, you're, I'm not, we're not alone here. I like Caruso too, but I just don't think that Caruso, and we talked about this at the beginning of the postgame, I, don't, I just don't think that Caruso is anything more than a guy that is going to be the 15th man on the roster. He's just a guy that's, you know, a third point guard. He's not going to ever be that number two guy. He's, he's decent, and he does what he needs to do, and he brings a lot of energy, but he's not who you need I would give him just that third point guard spot, that last guy on the bench, let him come in at the end of games. Really not in a rotation. Maybe at the beginning of the year to give him some time, but that's about it. Uh, Luke is young. He's learning game by game just like our young players. Laker facts. Well, you saw it last year. The Lakers won 35 games with the, with, with Luke, and they were, you were, they were a fun team. And you were watching like, okay, even though they're losing, this is fun, and they're playing well, and now everybody's not, nobody's playing, so you don't really know <laughs> what you're seeing. I think you're right. He's young, and he's growing, and he's learning, and I think that comes with maybe bringing in an offensive-minded assistant to go along with him. So, but yes, we're all, look, we're all here. We're, we're, we're keeping Luke. I think we're all in agreement. We're in agreement on Periscope and YouTube and Instagram and Twitch. We're all on agreement that we think that Luke should stay at this point. And I, I think that's the biggest takeaway from anything that we're seeing at this moment. Um, Let's see. Magic can fire Palinka and give him an ex- and give him an extension. Yes, he can do a lot of different and give himself an extension. Yes, he absolutely can. I don't think he's going to. Kawhi is a guy that could possibly come loose. Loso, uh, this is Loso, but I, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of smoke around him. And I, when there's a lot of smoke like that, it usually I I I, I feel ba- I feel like it's not a thing. I think like it's just too much being talked about. Bro, well, remember when he was undefeated right before the thing when they thought LA would hire Phil and went with MDA? Oh god, I know. And when they went with Mike D'Antoni, that was just I was I remember when Mike D'Antoni got fired. I actually I got an update on my phone that said Mike D'Antoni fired after two seasons. I screenshotted it and saved it. I still have it on my phone because I was so happy that he was fired. He was not the right guy. I hated the hire the first at the beginning. I think a lot of you guys did too. He wasn't the right guy. He's doing fine. He's doing fine in Houston. Good for you. But he's just not the right coach for this Lakers team. Maybe now, but still. <coughs> Excuse me. Not that he was not the right time at that right then. It was oh, it was awful. I always hated that. I welcome return for Luke Walton. There you go, Kevin Meteora. Thank you. Uh, if Caruso shaves his head, he'd become a top five player in the league. This is Loso. Get out of here. No, he wouldn't. Get this. That's a that's a bananas. Caustic one eighty seven. I'm gonna go out and say Kawhi isn't Laker material. Lights too bright for purple and gold. All right. Let's try and unpack that a little bit, Caustic, because that's a that's an interesting thought, and I'm going to move up a little bit here. All right, so light's too bright. I don't think that's really too much of a thing. However, Kawhi isn't Laker material. I don't know what else you'd want from Kawhi. He is a top five player in the league. He's top. He is a one of the best, if not the best, 
two-way player in the league. He is he is good offensively. He is great defensively, and he's actually made made multiple shots at the buzzer this year to win games. He picks up his game when it matters most. He shut down LeBron James in finals games, and he's still young. 100%. 100%. Kawhi Leonard is welcome as a Laker, and I would do almost anything to make that happen because he is the real, real deal. Um, Dodger Dad 102, give LeBron the shooters he needs. Bradley Beal, CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum, I don't see why they would bring them, why, why he would leave. I think you have a, th- a good thing going in. Um, in Portland, as long as Yusuf Nurkic comes back healthy, because that was awful. That was a terrible, terrible, awful disaster of a of an injury. And I really, really hope and pray that he's okay, because that was a really bad one. But I think he has a lot of good there. And being alongside Bradley Beal, I'm sorry, not Bradley Beal, of Damian Lillard, that's a good one-two backcourt. That's a great backcourt. I just don't think they're going to move it. I just, I really don't. I think he's going to stay. And Bradley Beal, yes, he'd be fit really well here, but you're going to have to move guys. If you can make a good deal, $25 million deal is what he's got left on his contract. You'd have to move probably the pick, depending on where you get it. Kuzma, um, and some other things to make it work, and I just don't know if it's going to work. I don't think the money will end up making end up working out in some way because nobody makes enough. You'd have to give up Lonzo. I don't really want to give up Lonzo, and then you're and again, then you're trading everybody away for for Bradley Beal, and Bradley Beal is not going to carry your team once LeBron's gone. So I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that move. Uh, horrible, horrible injury. I felt so bad. Yeah, so did I. Kawhi Leonard with young guys way better than trading for a D and having no team. Totally agree with you, Premier BI. This is a great point. 100% with you on this. Kawhi Leonard with the young guys and LeBron is way better than trading for Anthony Davis and having no team. Totally agree with you. If you can bring in Kawhi to play with these guys, it's the right move. And then you're really building. You're adding guys in to go with LeBron, but they're actually going along with the young guys because the, he is going to be the one taking over. And let's say LeBron does, he's getting towards the end there. You can still sign AD. I mean, it probably, I think that starts where it gets a little bit iffy because then it'd be 2020. So I don't know if the the money works out in that sense, but there's still possibilities here. Uh, this is Loso. Lakers need to ditch this mentality, Mamba mentality, 16 banners, Kobe Wooda, and I'm magic. All right. Not all of that is wrong. Some of it, yes. Some of it, no. Um, the mom mentality, I think, is more of a. It's in there. It's a mentality. I don't. I think having that mindset of being like a killer and wanting to win games and really doing what it takes to get the win and putting out every effort that you have is the mamba mentality and really showing what what you can do. I don't think you ever want to get rid of the mom. The name mama mentality. Maybe you're thinking get rid of the the Kobe aura which I understand, but the mentality is the right mentality to have. So I don't agree with that. Uh, the 16 banners is a real thing. Um, Kobe would have, yes, I agree. Let's not do this whole Kobe would have thing anymore because no, Kobe, maybe he would have, maybe he wouldn't. You can find a video of Kobe doing exactly what you would, hitting a game, bu- game winning buzzer beater. Or you can see a Kobe Bryant getting getting blocked as for a game-winning buzzer beater. It's You can get both ways in everything. The internet is an amazing thing where you can find both. So the whole woulda, shoulda, coulda thing, not. And I'm magic. That's kind of his thing. That's not our thing. That's that's magic. magic's thing. Uh, Fisticuff1, I can't see what he wrote, but I see you writing back to this, Lusso, um, saying no to a top five. Uh, let's see. We grew up Kobe fans, and that's all we really know. Killer instinct. Yeah. And by the way, if you're on the Periscope, I don't see every comment for some reason. For some reason, not every comment is coming through. Hopefully, they... Every um, if I'm missing your comment, I'm sorry. You can go over to Twitch, you can go over to Instagram, you can go over to YouTube, and I will for sure see them. But if I'm not responding to the things that you're saying, it's not because I'm. It's just because I'm not seeing it. I'm trying to read everybody's comments. So if you're on there, there's other platforms to go to where I will guarantee there's something wrong with Periscope where I don't get everything for some reason, and I'm sorry for that. Um, all right, going back over to. Ronald Rasp, thought I heard on ESPN LA yesterday about Quinn Snyder being an option for coaching the Lakers. Could you possibly expand on that or not a story? Um, Quinn Snyder, he was with the Lakers before, so people just start throwing out different guys. Um, like Quinn Snyder would be a great coach. He was on this coaching staff years ago, but 
he's got a good thing going in Utah, and they're playing well, and they have a good young core. Um, you see, you see, Donovan Mitchell is an absolute stud. I love Rudy Gobert. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of Joe Ingles is a, just a straight up killer shooter. I think I mean Derek Favors is playing plays well when he needs to. You're starting to build certain things there, so I don't think that that's the right move for him. And he's he's got a good thing going. I don't think that's gonna that's gonna happen. I don't think he's going anywhere. And by the way, the Jazz were who were terrible at one point are 45 and 30, so they're just fine. Um, and right there in that five seed, and really just he's doing fine. I don't see him leaving that spot. Um, Ronald. Let's see. Saul Ariano, who would you want on the staff with Luke? I think you need to find, you know, it's, there's so many guys throughout the entire, then throughout the leagues that are good offensive minded coaches and have good offense, have good minds. There's guys like Ettore Messina that would be great, but he's looking for a head coaching job. And Becky Hammond is looking for a head coaching job. And probably with, with the Spurs, there's, I don't know enough about the actual um, assistance around the league, but maybe somebody from the G League. Look, Nick Nurse came, sh- went straight from the G League sh- up into uh, Toronto, and Toronto was fantastic. So there's a lot of things that I mean. There's a lot of guys that maybe look in the G League. Somebody that has a, the right offensive mind, and that's who you need to bring in to be. It can be a young guy. It can be somebody from the G League. It can be somebody from college ranks, but somebody that has the right offensive mind to go along with you and really have an idea. Maybe it's Rondo. I don't know. But somebody that just has that. That's all I want. Um, Beltran Prez. What about Ingram's blood clot next Chris Bosh? No. Apparently from what everything that I've seen, I'm not a doctor, but everything I've seen is that it's one singular blood clot in his right arm. It's not in his legs. Chris Bosh had blood clots, multiple, multiple, and they were continually coming in his legs and they could it could be it would be a problem for him for maybe the rest of his career so he could just literally something could happen and he could drop dead on the floor and nobody wanted that to happen so i don't think that ingram is the same guy as chris bosh this is this like is a one off everything they're saying i don't know what you can believe from the lakers training staff because they've been wrong about a lot of things but i don't believe that it's the same thing uh Pereira bi says Kawhi is not a ball hog he was legit this third option in san antonio in one final you know Kawhi is not a ball hog he's anything but a, a ball hog uh, Smith one. Do you think Kyrie will do a dumpster? Will will do to a dumpster fire in go go to a dumpster fire in New York City? Possibly because then he can go and build. If it's, I think he goes there. He has an idea who's going to go with him. If he can get KD to go with him, and it's KD and Kyrie in New York. Then yes, I think he goes. Um, if he wants out of Boston, if he just doesn't like it, then yeah, I think he's gone too. So no, I I, I think that that's a very possible thing for him to go to be out of there. Um, let's see. What about Ingram? We did that one already. Greg, are you touching on the Michael topic? <laughs> well, well, this is Loso. All right. Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson is a great man. I love Michael. He is my favorite person at the station. It's not even close. I love Michael more than any other person there. That's Steve, John. All, he's hilarious. He's the best. I love him tweeting on how he tweets. He's the best tweeter of all time, if that's the way you put it. He is fantastic in everything he does. I only want him in on the Mason Island show for two segments tops. Because when he's in there for too long, it starts to lose some of its some of its momentum, and then you get Michael John, and you get um, then you get John Ireland and him talking about who the who the MVP candidate is, and who's what do you think of like you no know, the Brooklyn Nets situation, and what do you think of the Orlando Magic, and let's you know Milwaukee's playing really well. I don't care. They start getting too NBA heavy and things that are just not LA related enough. That I think it's just too much. I don't. I'm. We're not an. We're not an NBA show. We're an LA show. So that's why I want him only in there for two segments. Because after the second segment, it starts going off the rails, and he starts talking about Opie and Anthony, and he starts talking about things that happened in 1965, and it's just it, all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, I don't know where we're going with this. It's he goes way too long past the breaks. He keeps. I tell them to break, and then they go way too long, and he goes for another five minutes talking about something that just doesn't matter, and he thinks it's funny. And it could be funny, but it's just it's time to go to break so we can stay on the clock. There's so many things. I love Michael Thompson though, but two segments tops. That's all I want out of you, Michael. You're fantastic for those two segments. Don't overstay. Be that guy that's just boom, two segments and you're out. And you're like, oh, I want more Michael. Don't be the guy that's being like, I'm overstaying. 
You know, you don't want to be the first guy at the party and you don't want to be the last guy to leave. You want to be the one that comes in in the middle. So everyone's like, hey, look, Michael's here. And then when he leaves, like, oh, no, Michael's leaving. But that's the way you want to be. You want to be the guy in the middle, not the ones on the edges that are staying too long. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So there, if you wanted anything else about Michael Thompson, that's all it is. I love him. I want him on more just for the two segments. I'd love him on every day for two seconds. And here you go. Caustic 187. Leave him on a high note. Exactly. Wise men always know when it's time to leave. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, bro, you deserve your own radio show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Probably not going to happen. Um, all right, let's see. Norman Kim. Um, with AD becoming a free agent at the end of next season, is it possible that free agent, the front office will sign one year guys again and wait another year for AD? I don't know. I can't trust anything from this front office. So if are you asking if that's a possibility? Yes, that's absolutely a possibility because I don't understand a lot of the things that this front office does. I don't and I don't think that they kind of have an idea of what they're doing either. They think that AD is going to be coming next year in 2020 after next year. They're going to they're not going to get him by trade. So will they possibly, but then you're wasting Here's the problem with doing that is that now if offer all, all you people for all you people that want him to be here and be a um and want and want to build around LeBron, then you've just waited you just wasted two years of LeBron. He doesn't have that many left. By the time you actually get Anthony Davis, if you wait till twenty twenty, is that he will be LeBron will be in his year thirty six year old season. Thirty six years old. This guy is that's not what you want to bring AD to. You don't wait. So now is the time you either and if you're gonna do that, do not trade anybody. Because then you have the young core with AD to come in with a thirty six year old Bron to take over. Way, way better. Um, Arno.ar, I know you keep asking this and I just keep going to other things. I'm sorry. In your opinion, who comes, who goes? Well, it's pretty easy to say who goes. I think a lot of the one-year contracts go. Um, Mike Muscala is gone. I think Reggie Bullock could stay. Uh, I think that could be a guy who stays. Um, Machado, Caruso, Bonga, all those guys don't matter. Wagner is going to stay. Jo- Jonathan Williams probably stays. He's another two-way player guy, so he probably doesn't go anywhere. KCP, gone. Lance Stevenson, gone. Rondo, probably gone. McGee, I could see them bringing back, but probably gone, especially if he gets a bigger contract. Kuzma stays, Ingram stays, uh, Lonzo stays. I think all those guys stay, and that's the better part of it. Uh, this is Loso. Greg, you going to be at the boat tomorrow with Mason? Yes, this is Loso. I will be at the boat tomorrow. Dodgers opening day tomorrow. Opening day tomorrow for 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 the Dodgers. I'm all all about that. So yes, I will be at the boat down in San Gabriel with Mason and Ireland. We'll be there at eleven o'clock in the morning. I'll be there at ten, but I'll be there at eleven o'clock in the morning in order uh, to to be there so we can watch the game, the Dodger game on all their TVs and all watch at the same time. I just got a text by the way. <laughs> I just got a text from O'Shea Jackson Jr. saying that he's watching Game of Thrones and he's just he's just talking about how um, the mountain just stabs stabs someone in the face. Oh man, he's loving every second. So if you want a good after this is over, go follow O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s Twitter feed. He's just he's just live tweeting um, Game of Thrones and it's fantastic. It's so good. Just watch all of it because he's just getting so excited about how gory it is. It's amazing. Uh, what do you think of Rick Carlisle, Beltran? Uh, look, Rick Carlisle is a good coach. Um, he's done well everywhere he's gone, but just well enough. Um, I, he doesn't ever get guys totally over the hump as much as you would like. I think he's a good old school coach, and I don't think old school is the right coach. I I, I don't really want to talk too much about other coaches because I think Luke is just the guy at this point. And it's crazy to say, but I think he's the right guy moving forward. Um, let's see. This is... Lakers' best bet this summer is having a humble Braun fresh off missing playoffs recruiting a second star. Yes, absolutely. Premier BI. Who would you sign with our MLE? McGee, um, that's mid-level exception, by the way. McGee, Rondo, or someone else, I'd sign 3 and D. I'm all about 3 and D, guys, and you need shooters. If you're going to shoot guys, you're going to get shooters. Not shoot guys, sign guys, shooters. DJ Primetime 2 over here on uh, Twitch. Do you think Kawhi still is planning on joining the Lakers? I don't think, DJ, I don't think that... Kawhi was ever planning on joining the Lakers. The plan has always been for him to come back to LA or stay in Toronto. It seems like there's two teams that Kawhi is working on, and it's staying in Toronto, which 
I hate to say it, but for basketball and for him and for everything that we're seeing, he should stay in Toronto. He's got a really good situation there in Toronto. He's got a good head coach in Nick Nurse. He's got a good he's got a good core around him. Kyle Lowry's you know kind of up and down, but he's a good guard. Um, Pascal Siakam has been playing fantastic ball. Danny Green, if he stays, he's that's a good three point shooter. They have they just brought in Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol is a big guy in the middle that they can really they can use. Who can also shoot threes. That's a good situation for Kawhi. And so really, he should stay up in Toronto. Whether he does or not, otherwise he goes to the Clippers is what I'm kind of worried. I don't want that happening. That's the one guy I don't want him going there. Uh, let's see. So back over here, it says Sal Areno. Who, let's see, who would you want to sign? Role players. Example, Bogdanovich, probably spelling it wrong. You did spell it wrong, but not very. you're not very far off. Um, I believe it's, there's an A in there somewhere. But uh, Bogdanovich, yeah, look, I just want shooters. Find me the guys that are shooters. Bro Walton saying, my non-big name wish list is Bogdan and Vucevic. Vucevic is a good big as well. So if you're bringing in Vucevic and you're bringing in Bogdan, here's the thing. If you're bringing in those two guys, and they are non-big names, and you could probably sign both of them, but if you're bringing in those two guys, you're then saying, I'm not going for the big name. And that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. But you guys have to be okay with it. Because if, if you think that Bogdan and Vucevic are going to be the superstars that really move forward, I'm not sure if that's the right thing to do. Um, I, I, like, I, as long as you keep the young core and bring in another guy, Kawhi would be a great game. I just don't think it's going to happen. But yes, look, I like Bogdan and Vucevic. I think those are both very good players. It's different than when we're in a situation right now where we're in the exact same situation when um, Jim Buss and Mitch Kupchak brought in uh, Luol Deng and Timofey Mozgov, where we were just like, oh, we're going to go sign Deng. He was really good as a four in Miami. He was playing really good ball, so I'm going to go bring him in, and then I'm going to bring in Mozgov, who was in the championships games with the Cavaliers, and they signed him at 12-01. They were obviously the wrong choices, and we and when they happen, you're like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, Mozgov, okay, he'll do well, all right, yeah, yeah, dang, yeah, we like dang, wasn't the right choices. So be careful what you're wishing for with Bogdan and Vucevic because they could be those guys again. I think both of those guys are better. They're definitely better players overall, all around than um, Dang and Mozgov, but. Just be careful that we're not getting another one of those, all right? I think that's just where we have to be careful. Uh, Smith won. Getting big names gets us in trouble in the past, i.e. Malone, Nash, Payton, D12. Big names don't always do the trick. I'm not saying only go after big names. And look, I'm, I'm actually agreeing that I like Vucevic and I like Bogdan. I just don't know if those two guys are going to be the ones to push them forward. It all starts with the young core, and I believe that staying with the young core and building around them and having LeBron going into his twilight and being the right thing, I think that's the right I think that's the right move there. If you bring in shooters around him, Bogdan would be a good shooter to have around him. Sure, absolutely. I think they wanted Bogdan in the past. I mean, if you want to sign somebody else, it's it's gotta be guys that you're not gonna if if you're gonna use your max spot that you have this summer, you have to use it on the right guy. It has to be one of the top five players in the, in the league. And it needs to be a Clay Thompson who's not coming. It needs to be Kawhi who, I, there's a lot of smoke there. Um, I, there's a lot of names that you can see. Oh, MG's Raiders. Yes, I can see your comments on there. So if MG's Raiders, if you were talking on Periscope, I was not able to see it. So I'm sorry. Um, I just can't see. And by the time you got over there, I only have two minutes left. I will be back on Friday, though. So, so be back here on Friday and use other ones. I'll be using Periscope as well. But I don't know why. I just can't see all the comments. I'm going to try and read a couple comments and then before I go. Uh, Beltran Press, how much confidence do you have in Magic Palinka after screwing up with Zoo, D'Lo, and the new signings? I don't blame anything about D'Lo. Absolutely not. The new signings, I hated. The Zoo's, Zoo trade, Absolutely hated. I don't have any confidence in them right now until they prove me otherwise. I do not want to see them. Uh, every big name in free agency is in their prime right now, though, not like Nash Malone, etc. Totally agree with that, Premier BI. Yes, they all are, and that's a better way for them to be. Uh, over on YouTube, it says Monty Williams. Monty Williams is a good, he just hasn't done enough and from everybody that I'm talking to, they're all talking saying that he doesn't have the fire to be the head coach of the Lakers. And that's, I mean, I don't know how much I believe in that whole thing, but it's, it's a thing. So, uh, bro, Walton, because the one of the other keys to the summer, you guys, you have to sign guys to compete and have flexibility. If AD isn't moved to Boston or someone wants out. Yes. 
So that's why a guy like Beal on an expiring contract, if you do trade for that, if you get the right deal for it, maybe just Kuzma and a pick and something else to make that happen, sure. Uh, how about a player like Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes, I watched Harrison Barnes in the finals just completely shut down and now be on bad teams. Not a fan of Harrison Barnes. I watched him with the Warriors and look just like absolute garbage in the playoffs. Miss three-pointer after three-pointer after three-pointer. He's fine in Sacramento. Let him stay there. Let's go, Dodgers. Woo-hoo. We back. Yeah, let's go, Dodgers. Ty Buck is 29. Last comment. Zoe and B.I. Were, play, were playing in some of their best basketball before their injuries. Excited to see them develop even more. So am I. I'm hoping that we can talk more about this on Friday. Be back here for Showtime Forum next Friday. I'm here this two days from now. I'm at the Dodgers season tomorrow. Let's go. I'm out of here. Thank you. See ya.